If you listening, you finally made it. Now the greatest movie you ever seen is about to play. Right before your eyes. Last days. In times. Don't let Babylon break you. Don't let them break your soul. In time, in time. Stay woke, it's going down. Yeah. We gonna wake up the tribes. How? What you cooking? Last days. What is up, beloved? We are back for another episode. This is Prepare Part 2. Back in last season, in season 3. In episode 158, we did an episode called Prepare, and so this is going to be the part two of that. Just speaking about a few other things you can do to prepare physically, and more importantly, we're going to speak about being prepared spiritually for things that, you know, are impending, things that can and probably will happen in our world. And also recently in season four this season, I did an episode called The Veganism Agenda. We spoke about some additional things to prepare physically as well in that episode. Just to review, we spoke about the indoor growing modules where you could just plug it in, put the seeds in, put the soil in, put the water in, the module will water it for you, uh, water the seeds for you, and grow the seeds into fruits, vegetables inside your home. There's indoor growing modules, so look those up. There's many different brands of them, the indoor growing modules. We also spoke about as far as storing up water. You can look into Fresh Direct or Ready Refresh or any of these services that will deliver water to you instead of having to go to the supermarket yourself trying to stack up and stock up on water. I also spoke about in that veganism agenda how I've currently been drinking Mountain Valley spring water. That water comes in glass bottles as opposed to plastic bottles, which is why I really like it. And just the water itself is really good and natural. Mountain Valley spring water. And if you go on their website, they also do home delivery as well, where you could get cases of the bottles, or you can also get a really big container of the water. I think it comes in a big glass container as well. So that's another way to store up water. Another really important device as far as water, your water supply, is there is a thing called a Berkey filter. So this is a, a water filter which requires no electricity it requires no electricity pretty much it's a, a somewhat large container and you pretty much just pour the water in at the top whether it's just your sink water or pond water or lake water you can look into all the different type of water that it'll filter through and you could put literally water from a creek or from a lake or a pond in this filter and it will purify it and filter it out for you so that you could drink it. So that's amazing to have during an emergency situation because you could gather rainwater or other types of water, put it in the Berkey filter and it will purify it so you can drink it. That's Berkey. I believe it's B-E-R-K-E-Y, the Berkey filter. Definitely look into that. And a lot of people just use this for day-to-day -day life, not even necessarily emergency use or to be prepared for an emergency or anything like that. Some people just use that as their drinking water. They'll just, you know, probably put water from their sink in the Berkey filter. It'll filter it out for them and provide 
suitable drinking water. So definitely look into that, the Berkey. So you can listen in season four, the veganism agenda episode for pretty much the points I just explained. And then right now I added the Berkey filter on top of that for you to look into the indoor growing module as well. And you could go back to TPR 158 and hear the first prepare episode. And real quick, before I speak about being spiritually prepared, which is more important than the physical things I just mentioned, as far as the water filters, right? So I just explained about the Berkey filter. The other types of filters that many people are probably aware of is the Brita filters, right? So I was speaking to someone trying to put them onto the Berkey filter, which they did purchase and invest in. So I'm happy they got a Berkey. And when I was speaking to them, she said that she just uses a Brita filter currently. And so as we were talking about it, I happened to look up who owns Brita and it's owned by the Clorox company, right? So, and I said that before I even looked it up, I said to her, the Brita is a mainstream product, right? So, and again, then upon further review, upon further research and investigation, we understand that Brita is made by the Clorox company. And what is Clorox? That's chemicals, right? So all these mainstream companies, the earth is given into the hand of the wicked. All these products, the Clorox wipes, the chemicals, all this stuff, the food that we're eating, if you even want to call it food, that that's why it's important to listen to the veganism episode. And even the episode before that, Noah's Covenant, that came earlier on in season four this season. But all these products, the mainstream products, they're meant to harm humans. They're meant to give us cancer. That's why people are dying from cancer, have all these diseases between the products we're using, the foods that we're eating, drinking and consuming plastics. All this stuff is really not good for us. And that's why you need your spiritual covering of the most high, because once you're in the hand of the most high, nothing and no one can deliver you out. And we've explained that point so many times in season three in TPR germs, TPR trees, the veganism agenda episode in season four. We've covered this point so many times. The scripture says in Deuteronomy, once you're in the hand of the most high, nothing and no one can deliver you out. The most high is the only Elohim. He heals, he wounds, he kills, he makes alive. No one can deliver out of the most high's hand. So that's why you need your spiritual covering. So when you're using products or for all the times that we were using products with chemicals in them and that cause cancer and stuff, you'll be guarded because the Most High will guard you and have a spiritual hedge about you so that even when you're coming in contact with these products, you won't be affected by it. And that's also why it's important to, you know, drink the Mountain Valley spring water in the glass bottles rather than plastic. Our bodies are temples and we have to make it as easy as possible on the Most High. We don't want to just say, oh, we're in the hand of the Most High. We'll just let him guard us and put him to the test and tempt him in that way. No, we want to make it easier for him and not put the most out of the test. Do stuff on our end that's going to cleanse our temples and make our temples cleaner. And then also having the spiritual hedge is what's most important. But again, the Brita's are owned by the Clorox company. Clorox creates chemicals. So we're supposed to believe that the company that creates chemicals is going to create a filter that's actually going to filter things out. There's very likely chemicals in the Brita filters because they're made by Clorox, which Clorox is synonymous with chemicals. Once you start to view this world spiritually, that's how you'll, you'll when you hear Clorox, your, your mind and your spirit should hear chemicals. So it's, it's an insane that Brita is owned by the Clorox company. Clorox makes chemicals and Brita is supposed to be, oh, filtering your water. 
I don't think so. That's why it's really important to look into a non-mainstream brand like the Berkey filters or something else. Now, more importantly than preparing physically is to be prepared spiritually. And how can you be prepared spiritually? That is by seeking out the Most High ten times more, reading Scripture continually, repenting continually, fasting, doing things that are pleasing to the Most High. That's what's going to give you a strong spiritual hedge so that you can be guarded. And the reason why it is so important to have your spiritual protection rather than all these physical things is because when you're in the hand of the Most High, nothing and no one can deliver you out. And for the people who are not in the hand of the Most High, no matter how much they prepare physically, if they don't fear the Most High, the the fear of the Most High is the beginning of wisdom and the beginning of understanding. So if you don't fear the Most High, it doesn't matter how much you're prepared. It doesn't matter all the physical things that you do because the Most High can just allow something to happen to your preparation, all these things. And then once all that goes away, then you have no spiritual hedge. So in one snap of the finger, even if someone stacked up all the water in the world, all the food in the world, had a huge bunker of food, water supplies, everything, what if their house gets flooded? Or what if their house gets raided? Or what if they have to leave their house? Or what if their house catches fire? The most high can cause all of those things to happen. And then your physical preparations that you did mean nothing because you don't have a spiritual hedge. So but more importantly than anything is to be in the spirit and close to the most high spiritually. And yet you can do some of these things in the physical, like get the Berkey filter, get some water so you have it, uh, get the indoor growing module so you have it. That's all fine. But what's most important is being in the spirit and being close to the most high spiritually. So for me, as I came back into the truth at the start of 2020, for pretty much the whole year of 2020, I was like, completely in the spirit just doing spiritual things spiritual things spiritual things really and it was amazing like that's why i put out so many episodes in 2020 because i was just putting in work on here doing everything in the spirit then in 2021 i put out the most podcast episodes i've done in a year so far in 21 but i also that was when i put out the prepare episode and was speaking about things in the physical that's when i started preparing more in the physical and less in the spiritual Now where I am in 2022, I'm actually coming back to the spiritual. Yes, I've done things in the physical to become prepared, but not much. Just things, just a few things, truly. And I'm more so getting back to being prepared in the spirit because that's what really matters. Um, So I just want to reiterate that point that no matter, you could have the best bunker, the best uh, backup plan, the best emergency supplies, But if you're not good with the most high, he can put a judgment on you, humble you real quick and let your house get raided, your house burn down, your house become flooded. And then what are you going to do? Because it's not about physical. The scripture says man shouldn't live just by bread alone. So you can't be stacking up just food and water and be like, oh, I'm good on this. No, you have to be ready for the most high. Because even if you do no preparations, but you're in the hand of the most high, he could provide food, water, shelter anything for you in an emergency situation. So for me, I'm really getting back in the spiritual after 2021. I was I was more so going physical, physical preparations. And now that I've done some of the physical preparations, I'm really just getting back to being in the spirit, spiritually prepared, which is more important, truly. So that's really about as simple as it can be. And honestly, us as humans, sometimes we 
make things more complex than they need to be. In 2020, I knew that it was all about the spiritual. As long as you're in the hand of the Most High, if you fear the Most High, you're good. Even if you don't prepare at all, you're going to be good. And that's really what that was the the wave and the vibe I was on in 2020. And then I almost made things more complicated in 2021 by putting out TPR 158, the prepare episode. Yeah, it's good, but we shouldn't fear a power outage. We shouldn't fear a, a food shortage. We shouldn't fear the government. We shouldn't fear any of that. We should fear the most high. The fear of the most high is the beginning of wisdom, the beginning of understanding, the beginning of knowledge. So if we don't, we should be fearing the most high because he's going to be the one that's either going to allow us to survive and sustain and be prepared or not. Literally, that's the bottom line. So that's the most important thing is do these things in the spiritual. And so what can you do to become prepared spiritually? Like I said, you could fast, you could read scripture, you could repent, seek the most high 10 times more. We have to consistently do these things. Another thing that's really important, which we've spoken about in season four at the very start of this season was getting on the true calendar, the true Shabbats, right? So if you are still on the Saturday Sabbath, we've covered how that is not the true Sabbath. The true Enoch calendar is at the, in, at the start of the season in those episodes, TPR 192, TPR 193, and TPR 194. Those three episodes go in a row speaking about the true Enoch calendar that we are now on. And I understand that it's hard. It, it truly is to make that switch. But just try it a little bit. You don't have to jump fully into the new Sabbath or the correct Sabbath, but just try it. That's what I did as I was like, I had to walk by faith and just try it. And so I slowly but surely made the transition. And now I have a completely, now I'm completely on it. And I have a completely new routine for the new Shabbat. It's amazing. Um, but it only happens by just taking that little step. Just try it. And I know it's hard. A lot of people have to work during the week. Um, but if you can find ways to get around it, the Most High will reward you so much. So getting on the true Shabbat, just try it a tiny bit. Give it a try. And you'll feel if it's right or wrong. And then you can follow and go with that spirit. But don't be afraid. Don't be comfortable. Oh, you're on the Saturday Sabbath. Because we all were comfortable on the Saturday Sabbath. And then we had to take that 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 step outside of our comfort zone, walk by faith and not by sight, and get on the true Shabbat, the true calendar. So keeping the feast days, keeping the true Shabbat, these things are really important as well. And like I said, my beloved, just give it a try. You don't have to fully go all in at once, but just try it a little bit. Give it a try as far as the Shabbat and see how it goes. And that's what I did. And now I'm fully on the correct sabbath the correct calendar keeping the feast days keeping the shabbats and i know it's hard if you have a job but the most high will work with you if you try it and if you do what you can to stop working on the true shabbat and a lot of it is more mental than it is physical you know what i'm saying you have to just get past that mental block and just try it a little bit and eventually it'll click in your mind and you'll be like oh now i'm, I'm good like now i think nothing of it like i said i have a new routine I love the the Shabbats now. It's honestly so much better than the Saturday Sabbath was. I had a routine doing that. And then when I made the switch, now I have a new routine. It, it's amazing. All glory to the Most High. So that's what I really encourage and implore you to do, my beloved. You have the strength. You have, you got this for real. Just try it a little bit and it'll go a long way for you. And another thing that's important is um, building up treasures in heaven, right? I recently spoke about this as well, where a lot of people who are Christians or who are believers, you know, really 
they have a, a, a real misunderstanding when it comes to fasting and praying and giving alms. As far as in the Gospels, one of the most simple and straightforward concepts and doctrine, if you even want to call it that, is when the Messiah tells us, when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, do not pray in front of other people. When you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Do it in secret, and the Most High will reward you in secret. When you fast, do not, you know, show on your face that you're fasting, but do it in secret. The Most High will reward you in secret. I can't tell you how many times, if you scroll, I said in TPR 200 that Instagram is becoming such a cringe app. I can't tell you how many times I've seen people posting reels and videos of people who say they're Christians of, they go, they start the video out going, pray with me. And then they say, Father, blah, 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 and start praying. How, how seriously, the most simple straight up point from the gospels is when the Messiah says, do not pray in front of others. Do not let people know when you're fasting. Do not let people know when you're giving alms. It's, it's, to me, it's mind blowing because that I don't think there's a simpler doctrine in the entire scriptures more simple than that. The Messiah, there's nothing to discern. There's no deeper meaning. The Messiah literally says, do not pray in front of other people. And so then people think it's a good idea to say, hey, let's get on Instagram and pray in front of other people. I, I cannot comprehend it for the life of me. It's, it's literally mind blowing. And if you look at these accounts, a lot of these accounts have thousands of followers. And there's a reason why these accounts are doing this is because if you get 20,000 followers creating video, creating videos that of, of saying, oh, pray with me and people like it, like it, like it. And that's what gets you 20,000 followers. If the scripture says those who humble themselves will be exalted, those who exalt themselves will be humbled. If you cannot humble yourself and stop doing the opposite of what the the messiah told you to do you're not humbling yourself and to me i'm so grateful that i only have a thousand something followers on instagram i only have a small following small group of listeners on this podcast platform because when you have twenty thousand followers it makes it so much harder to humble yourself because you got it doing one certain thing and then if you turn heel and say guys we were wrong this whole time a lot of people don't want to do that they don't want to humble themselves you guys have heard me say hey i was wrong about the sabbath i was wrong about the fringes i was wrong about all this stuff because that's what humbling yourself is to me there's nothing more humbling than coming out and saying i was wrong there i don't think there's anything more humbling than that Another thing I see on Instagram is like, I'm going to tell a story. There's this girl, her account, and she has like 20,000 or 50,000 followers on Instagram. I don't know what it is. And I kept seeing her on the Explore page. Her name was Haley Julia. And she kept, she keeps posting videos of like doing skits where like one is like, if, if heaven was a drive through or something and she, and in the video, she goes, hi, welcome to God's grace. Uh, where it's Yahweh or no way or something like that. And literally in these skits, this girl is in uh, in person. She's pretending she's showing herself as Jesus in heaven or as God in heaven. And I started commenting on her videos because I kept seeing it on the Explore page. I said, um, depicting yourself as God in heaven is blasphemy. And doing all these things is blasphemy and it's not helping people. How is this helping people repent? How is this people, how is this helping people understand the scriptures? It's not, it's just creating stupid skits. And again, this girl has 20,000 or 50,000 followers and she got all these followers by creating those videos. So she ended up blocking me on Instagram because 
she will not humble herself and say, you know what, this person is right. I shouldn't be making skits of depicting herself as Jesus or as God in heaven, but she should keep it simple and tell people to repent and share the scriptures. But she got 50,000 followers by creating those skits, so she's going to keep doing it. And so are these other accounts with 20,000 followers that say, pray with me, and they start out a video praying. They got 20,000 followers by creating that type of content. And that's the thing is, from the mega churches, from Joel Osteen, all these false teachers and false prophets that have millions of followers that sell out arenas of thousands of people, it's because they're preaching the prosperity gospel, the sugar-coated, make-you-feel-good gospel, and that's why they have millions and thousands of followers, because people want to hear that. People don't want to hear the real truth that says, we have to repent, we have to get on the true Sabbath, we have to keep the feast days, we have to do all these things. That's why the people who are preaching that don't have big followers and i'm so grateful for that because then when i'm wrong about something it's easier to humble myself and say you know what i was wrong about this let's get on the right track but when you have fifty thousand followers of people who like this type of content it's that much harder for you to admit to yourself you know what i'm wrong let's come out and say that i'm wrong and that's just something that i've seen over and over again on instagram and the bottom line is this the videos of saying let's pray with me they're there is not a simpler doctrine in the Gospels or in the entire scriptures more straightforward and simple than the Messiah saying, do not pray in front of others, do not fast and tell people you're fasting, and do not tell people when you're giving alms. And that's the, the, the to get back to it, to get close to the Most High, do these things fast and don't tell anyone about it. Give alms and don't tell anyone about it. And what do I mean by giving alms? Either give money or food to the poor. How can you give food to the poor? Look up where your local um, food bank is. If there's one near you, then go to the supermarket and buy a box or two of rice or a jar of peanut butter. A box of rice is literally like 2 or $3. If you buy a couple boxes or one box and take it to a food bank and don't tell anyone, don't post it on social media, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, and give the glory to the Most High, He will reward you. And that's how you'll stack up treasures in heaven that don't wither away. All these physical things like the physical followers, the physical water that you buy, all that's physical. That stuff withers away. You can't take it with you. The treasures in heaven is what you can take with you. So people sleep on giving alms and giving, like, like I'm saying, you don't have to go crazy. You don't have to go all in, but literally buy a box of rice for a couple dollars and give it to a food bank and do not tell anyone about it and the most high in due time will bless you and that's how you'll be stacking up treasures do little things like that and like i said do not tell people about it just like people are posting videos with them saying let's pray and doing all these stupid skits and and telling people what they're doing don't tell people when you're fasting don't tell people when you're giving alms do it in secret literally guard yourself make sure no one finds out literally and the Most High will reward you for that. All right, and so we're going to cover the scriptures. I just want to really hit this point home of how straightforward these scriptures are. And it, it's literally mind-blowing that people um, just skip over this or ignore it. I, it, it blows my mind. I, it's hard to comprehend. It truly is. So this is Matthew chapter 6, starting at verse 1. Take heed that ye do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise ye have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. 
Therefore, when you do your alms, do not sound a shofar or a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Amen, I say unto you, they have their reward. But when you do alms, let not your left hand know what your right hand does, that your alms may be in secret, and your Father which sees in secret himself shall reward you openly. And then, so that's with the giving alms. And then to pick it up right at line five. Write it. I just read lines one, two, three, and four. Now line five. And when you pray, you shall not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Amen, I say unto you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, enter into your closet, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father which is in secret, and your Father which sees in secret shall reward you openly. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knows what things you you have need of before ye ask him. Alright, so that was with praying. Now to skip down to line 16. Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad continence, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear unto men to fast. Amen, I say unto you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that you appear not unto men to fast, but unto your Father which is in secret, and your Father which sees in secret shall reward you openly. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust do corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust do corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your, there will your heart be also. Alright, so that covered praying, fasting, and giving alms. And it's speaking about stacking up treasures. And like it even says, I said, if, you, if, you don't, if you're not close to the Most High, but you have a big bunker of food and supplies... This even says, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust do corrupt and where thieves break, break through and steal. So the Most High can have someone come up in your crib, take all your stuff that you prepared for, and then what are you going to do? Then start praying to the Most High and need help. No, instead of having that happen, pray to the Most High first, and then anything that you do stack up in the physical, the Most High will guard it because you were praying in secret and continually, and because you were fasting in secret consistently and because you were giving alms in secret. Stack up those treasures up in heaven. Forget about the physical. Forget about all the stuff here in the flesh, the service. That stuff's going to wither away. We can't take it with us, but what is going to stay permanent is what we stack up in, in heaven. Stack up those treasures in heaven. So really understand that when you do these things, you're stacking up treasures in heaven. That's what's really important. All glory to the Most High. And then we're going to pick up at line 22. We're still in Matthew chapter 6. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye be single, your whole body shall be full of light. But if your eye be evil, your whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you be darkness, how great is that darkness? No man can serve two above all. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve Elohim and mammon, which is money. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than food and the body than raiment, clothes? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heaven, 
yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for your raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if Elohim so clothe the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the other nations seek, for your heavenly Father knows that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of Elohim and his righteousness, and all these things shall be shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. So that says it right there, Matthew six thirty three. But seek ye first the kingdom of Elohim and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Now what are the things that are going to be added unto you, just like it covered? Bread, food, raiment, clothes. All those things will be added unto you, just like the birds of the air, they don't, just like the birds of the air, the Most High provides food for them. So how much more important are we than the birds of the air? So if the Most High provides food for them, he's going to provide food for you. He's going to give you food to eat, water to drink. He knows that we have need of those things. Read that scripture back, Matthew chapter 6, the whole chapter. From literally from the giving alms to the fasting to the praying in secret understand those concepts and then the the end part of it the most high knows that we have need for all these things and when you seek first the kingdom of the most high and his righteousness all those other things are going to be added onto you so instead of worrying about the physical what food do i have stacked up what water do i have stocked up worry about the spiritual put the most high in his kingdom first and all that stuff will be added onto you my beloved so for real it's mind-blowing that this chapter, Matthew 6, gets people just skip over it. People forget about it. They say, you know, we're gonna we're only gonna worry about what's going on in the physical. No, forget the physical. Put the most high in his kingdom first. Seek the most high in his kingdom and his righteousness first. And all that other stuff will be added on to you. And it it blows my mind about people praying on social media, talking about giving alms on social media, showing when they're giving alms on social media telling people when they're fasting, all this stuff, it, it blows my mind. I, I don't understand if they just haven't, if they haven't read Matthew chapter six, the gospels, then that's crazy to me. And if they have read it, then they're just not applying it and they're skipping over it. I mean, the, the Messiah is giving us a straightforward direction. When you pray, do not pray in front of people. When you fast, do not do it in front of people. When you give alms, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. It's so simple and straightforward, and it blows my mind that people do not understand this. But, my beloved, that is exactly why we have to keep humbling ourselves continually. And, like I said, I'm so blessed that I have a small, a small platform, a small amount of followers, because it makes it easier to humble yourself. And, like I said, for the people that are doing, they got a lot of followers doing those different things, it makes it harder for them to humble themselves because they feel like they were successful. And, and that's exactly why they're exalting themselves. They're not humbling themselves. That girl, Haley Julia, that blocked me, she's not being humble and saying, you know what, let me 
consider what this person is saying. She's just saying, no, he's wrong. Let's block him. I don't want to hear any opposition. I don't, I don't want my followers to see any opposition. And that's, that's dangerous. And these people are going to have to answer to that on judgment day. They're going to have to stand before the throne. And the most High is going to say, well, this person tried to tell you what you were doing is wrong. Why did you block them? Why did you not let your follower? Like, do you know how insane that is that to block me so that other people can't see, I'm sure my comments are removed off the videos. So not only is Haley Julia preventing herself from humbling herself and, and understanding this, but then she's, if she removed the comments and if those comments are not there, that means she's leading those people astray, not letting them read my comments and be like, Oh, you know what? This person is right. And have them seek out the matter for themselves. That's dangerous. That's scary. But like I said, when you get 50,000 followers creating skits like that, you're not going to be inclined to humble yourself and say, you know what, let's change up the content completely. But that's what it means to continually humble yourself for real. Humble yourself. There's nothing more humbling than coming out and saying, you know what, I was wrong about this. This is what the truth is. That's humbling yourself. Glory to Yah. Hallelujah. So this whole Christianity thing is really dangerous. Again, Haley Julia and all these people, they are speaking about Jesus and Jesus Christ all the time. That makes me cringe when I hear that because that means you're not seeking. If if you haven't if you haven't come across and, and wanted to find out what the true name is and you're just saying, oh God and Jesus, like it it actually makes my spirit cringe. Um the Saturday Sabbath actually makes my spirit cringe now too. Once you once you see the truth, you can't unsee it. And all these things make you cringe. You know, like if there's someone who I know is in the truth, they know the name of Yah, but then they might say Christ or some or God. It doesn't make me cringe. What makes me cringe is when someone's like, oh, I'm a Christian. The word Christian makes me cringe. And just Christ and Jesus, that makes me cringe. So if someone is like, oh, I'm a Christian, Christ wants us to do this. That makes me cringe if they don't know the name of Yah. If you know the name of Yah and you might say God or Christ randomly, that that's different because you at least know what the true name is. Um, but yeah, these are just things that, like I said, Instagram is a cringe app because you just see this stuff over and over again. People saying, oh, they're Christians, oh, this. And those are the people that have a lot of followers. And like I said, the mega churches of Joel Osteen, they're, they're all false prophets. T.D. Jakes, his name, I saw someone else post this. I can't even take credit for it. T.D. Jakes is to deceive Jacob. And we know who the true Israelites are. They're dark skin and complexion. Black Americans are the true Israelites. And those that are not true Israelites are to cleave to the house of Jacob. So start calling on the name of Yah, understanding who Yah's chosen people are, and cleave to the house of Jacob or come back to your heritage if you're an Israelite. And these are points that we've covered a lot. But like I said, now that I've put out over 200 episodes, I'm trying to kind of retouch on points I've already touched on because if it was a hundred episodes ago, people might not have heard it if they're listening now. And as far as other false Christians and false prophets, Sierra just posted a video of her twerking at a gas station with a bunch of sixes behind her on the gas station sign, twerking, and right, she's married to Russell Wilson, and they're Christians, quote-unquote. I mean, it, it, this is also mind-blowing that uh, and a lot of people were calling this out on social media but the people that ca- the people that follow sierra and russell wilson and think they're christians think they're actually believers it's truly mind-blowing literally mind-blowing like twerking on a truck like <laughs> it's it's mind-blowing literally 
So Sierra and Russ Wilson, they're false prophets, just like Joel Osteen, TD Jakes, all these mega churches, millions of followers, they're false prophets, wolf in sheep's clothing. We have to discern these things. And it couldn't be easier to see. It's about as simple to see as when the Messiah says, don't pray in front of other people. And then people create Instagram videos saying, let's pray and start praying. I mean, it, it it's ins- it's crazy. It's truly insane. But I'm just so grateful to the Most High that he's given me this discernment, given me these eyes to see and these ears to hear so that I can understand this. It's simple to me. Um, and it's 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 sad and unfortunate that it's not as simple and obvious to other people, but it's because the Most High doesn't give everyone eyes to see and ears to hear. And it's all praise, honor, and glory to the Most High for giving me understanding and giving me eyes to see and ears to hear. And I hope that you, my beloved, have that same discernment, the same eyes and ears to see and hear so that you can understand this all glory to the Most High. And if you don't have that just yet, but you're getting there, you're trying to get there, do the things I mentioned in this episode. Keep praying, keep repenting, keep reading scripture, fast, give alms, and do it in secret, and the Most High will reward you. Try out the new Sabbath, the true Sabbath. Get on the Enoch calendar. Keep the feast days. That's another important thing is keeping the feast days. Just try it. If you haven't kept the feast day yet, just try it. Look at the Enoch calendar. Keep the new month festivals. I mean, they're they're beautiful. It's amazing. Every week, the Sabbath, every month, the new month festival and all the other feast days, the Most High loves it when you at least try. And he'll help you along. He'll give you understanding so that you could do it better. You're not going to have it down the first time. You got to learn. You got to walk. You got to strive. You got to get knocked down and get back up again. But as you do that, the Most High rewards you tremendously. He loves when you try to keep the Sabbath. He loves when you try to keep the feast days. So give it a shot, my beloved. I know it's hard. I know it's different, but it's worth it. I'm telling you, give it a try. All glory to Yah, hallelujah, praise Yah. And I think I'll put the link to the Enoch calendar in this episode description. I'll also put the link to the Sefer in this episode description as well. It's Sefer.net and EnochCalendar.com are the two websites. Check out the Sefer and the Enoch calendar. I'll put those links in this episode description. Same thing, if you haven't got the Sefer yet, just try it out, my beloved. You can even get the Sefer abridged edition free app and you could start reading on the app the scripture with the true names, the true Hebrew words and names in there. You got to give it a try, my beloved, at least try. It's time to level up out here. And I want you to understand how you can get in a great place spiritually and how the Most High will start blessing you incredibly for doing these things, for keeping his feast days, for calling on his true name of Yah, Yahuwah, and his son, Yahusha HaMashiach. Keeping the Sabbath, keeping the feast days, calling on the true names. The Most High loves when we do this, and He loves it when you at least try. And when you're not scared to be humbled, and when you humble yourself, and when you're not scared to be wrong, and you're not scared to fall. A just man falls seven times, but rises up again. So don't be afraid to get knocked down. Don't be afraid to humble yourself before the Most High, and He will raise you up. Those who humble themselves will be exalted. Those who exalt themselves will be humbled. Humble yourself, my beloved, continually. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay to stumble. It's okay to fall. But get back up again and just try it. Try something new. Level it up. I'm telling you, my beloved, that's how you'll really be blessed. That's how you'll get into the hand of the Most High. That's how you'll spiritually be prepared. That's how you'll spiritually be seeking the Most High in His kingdom and His righteousness first. And all those other things will be added onto you. Matthew 6.33 
read that scripture, keep that scripture close to you. Matthew chapter 6, like we covered in this episode, read it, understand it, love that chapter, and stay in those scriptures, my beloved. And seek the Most High in His kingdom and His righteousness first. All those other things will be added onto you. I love you, my beloved. Stay strong out here. Keep walking. Keep learning. Keep striving. We got to keep humbling ourselves and give all glory to the Most High. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. For real. All praises to the Most High. Much love. Matthew 13, 14 through 17. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which says, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should turn back, and I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear." For amen, I say unto you, that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which ye see, and have not seen them, and to hear those things which ye hear, and have not heard them. Much love, my beloved. In times, don't let Babylon break you. Don't let them break your soul. In time, in time, stay woke, it's going down. Yeah. Yeah. We gonna wake up the tribes. How? Willie. What you cooking? Last days. <laughs>